We got the floor general, that's right, five-star 2023 Michigan State basketball commit. Jeremy Fears joins the show. We go from everywhere from, hey, how was the McDonald's All-American game? What was he most proud of throughout the season? What's the best part of his game? And also, what is he fearful of? That's right, let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Spartan friends, Spartan family, Locked on Spartans listeners, how on earth are we all doing? Thank you so much for kicking off your day with us here at Locked on Spartans. That's right, your team in green and white five days a week here in the Locked on Podcast Network. We got an exciting show today. Yesterday we talked with a former player, Connor George. That's right, and today... We're talking to a future player, not just any future player, but one of the best commits Michigan State basketball has ever gotten. Of course, we're talking Jeremy Fears. You already know this by now. Uh, we go everywhere from the McDonald's All-American game, uh, going through the rest of the 2023 class. Uh, it was a really good conversation with Jeremy. Um, so why, why are we wasting any more time? Let's just get to it right now. This is a big one today. We have McDonald's All-American, FIBA World Champion, five-star guard, Gatorade Player of the Year for the state of Illinois. We got the floor general. What isn't this kid? Well, he is Jeremy Fierce. He is the 2023 five-star point guard. Jeremy, how on earth are we doing, man? We doing okay? Uh, yeah, you know, we're doing great. Uh, school back in session. We had a spring break while I was out there in Houston, so really didn't miss much, but everything's good. Getting ready for college. And you had probably the best spring break of anyone. You know you were, of course, in that McDonald's All-American game competing with some of the best players in the nation. So let's just ask a question that's on everyone's mind here. How much McDonald's did you get to eat when you were in Houston? Was it just overwhelming? Um, Actually, we had uh, good meals. We really didn't have uh, McDonald's, but like on our, oh, our wow. last two days, they actually passed out like fries. And then one time we had like a, a little chicken sandwich with uh, some fries. That was really okay. good. Gotcha. All right. Well, there you go. So on top of everything that, you know, we just mentioned at the top, you know, the FIBA world champion, Gatorade player of the year, you earned that fifth star this year during your season. What accolade are you most proud of? And it doesn't have to be any one that I've named, but so far after your four years in high school, what are you most proud of? Um, I definitely probably say FIBA world cup. Definitely that uh, two times U 16 and U 17. And then probably up there would be uh McDonald's All-American, just get, being able to be invited. I'll say FIBA World Cup just because um, the competition, we actually got to play, you know, France, Spain, Slovakia, like all of those teams were good teams, like better than really you expected. And it was actually like a real challenge. And if you didn't bring your game, it was a, a day you could possibly lose. So just know us being down 10 uh, to Spain going into half, and we fought back through adversity while playing in Spain. And being able to win was just a great opportunity and a great learning experience. And they were also talking about high competition, too, all last week during the McDonald's All-American Week. And not just the game itself, but on the broadcast, they kept talking about the scrimmage or the scrimmages you guys would have as well. How intense did those get in comparison to the game? Were they just as intense as the game, or what was that like? Uh, definitely the scrimmage was intense, too. I think the scrimmage was definitely like a, a tune-up for the game, uh, real competitive. Everybody was going hard, playing defense, offense, you know, trying to execute while also being able to show what they can do. So it was just a, a competitive weekend, whether it was practices, going against your own team, you know, workouts, drills. It was just competitive the whole weekend. 
And speaking of going against another team, I mean, you went against a future teammate in Xavier Booker. He was on the other team in the McDonald's All-American game. You also played against Cathedral earlier this year. What makes him just so hard to compete against, and what makes you excited to have him as a teammate next fall? Um, definitely the way he can shoot. Xavier, he he can shoot the ball really well. You know, he's athletic. Um, he's long. He drives to the basket. And you see Xavier, he's just like, oh, okay, now I have to do yeah. something different. Um, shot blocking ability, rebounding, just kind of like his all-around game, and it's so much more effective just because how much ground and how much space he covers. No doubt. I mean, lengthy, lengthy kid, no question about that. You also got two incredible other athletes in this recruiting class as yeah. well. Cohen Cards, you get to watch that dunk contest by him, and are you even surprised that things he could do anymore, or is that just classic Cohen now? Um, I definitely watched, you know, i seen uh, the highlights of the dunk contest, but – I kind of know, like, it, I feel like if Cohen's going into a dunk contest, my money's on Cohen. It's over. Yep. Right. <laughs> uh, nine times out of ten, I'm going with Cohen just because of how athletic he is and how many tricks and moves he can pull yeah. out. It's just unreal. Because, like, he was uh, – it was in the final round. He had 30 seconds left to throw down a dunk, and he tried to. He's probably pretty tired, and his backup dunk was – Almost at the free throw line through the legs. Sorry, I'm just going to flush it home. Like, that's unreal athleticism from, from the kid. Just Do you have that in your bag by any chance? No, I, ha I have a regular East Bay, but uh, definitely not from almost the free throw line. <laughs> now that's a little tough. And the fourth guy, too, of course, uh, Garrick Norman as well. What about his game excites you to pair up with him next fall going into East Lansing? I definitely think uh, Garrick is like a sleeper. Uh, he's yeah. going to bring, like, sneaky athleticism. Uh, great shooter, uh, defense, he play hard, tough. It's just, I think Gary is kind of like the left out forgotten one, but Gary would definitely surprise a lot of people and sneak up on a lot of people. I think it's going to help, you know, put the chip on the shoulder too. The fact that, you know, he might feel like he's just the fourth guy in this class. I'm, I'm very high on him. I'm, I'm high on all, you know, all you kids in this 2023 class, but speaking of the 2023 class and a lot of greatness, just to go back to that McDonald's all American game. What was the most surprising part of that whole week for you? Was there some that you didn't really expect that you ended up enjoying a lot throughout that experience? Um, just really being able to see, like, walking into practice and seeing, like, all the reporters, scouts, just everybody, like, right there in front of your face was something I really wasn't expecting or didn't know was coming. But just being able to, you know, compete, good competition, and also play, like, with different coaches and different players that I maybe – probably will not, never get a chance to play against again or play with. So it was just a great opportunity. And did you get to meet anyone that you were, like, really starstruck by? Obviously, you know, Bronny James was in that game. His dad is kind of well-known in the basketball community. Is, is there anyone else, though, like that, that you got to meet that you are like, holy crap, I can't believe this is happening right now? Um, not really. More than likely, you know, I probably played with or against a lot of the players, maybe in, like, a, a paint ghost camp, uh, okay. USA mini camp, just some form or – AAU, EYBL, probably seen mostly everybody that really made it and either had a chance to play with, against, or, you know, talk to. No so doubt. And, no, I'm sorry. Um, spe speaking of Bronny James here, can we get him on the class or no? What, what's what's his recruitment like? Were you pushing him hard towards Michigan State here? Uh, I think I know the answer. <laughs> nah, I think, I think, you know, Michigan State probably done for the 2023 class. But, uh, you know, we really didn't talk much about, like, what's going on with him. Yeah. 
All good. All right. Well, that's that's our headline that we were looking for. Bronny James not coming to MSU. So there we go. But no, well, like, is that kind of nerve wracking, though, like playing in front of LeBron James, who was sitting courtside for that McDonald's All-American game? Or are you just so locked in that it's like, I don't even know who's really around right now? Um, you know, it was, but it wasn't just because, like, you know, once you play a lot of games in a big environment and NBA core, packed up jams, playoff games, yeah. it's become like second nature and you really just focus on what you need to do to try to help your team get the win. So I really wasn't paying attention, but just a few times I did like look behind me or look to my right and LeBron's right there. Just right there. There we go. Who is your favorite NBA player, by the way? I'd definitely probably say Kevin Durant. Okay. That's just tough to beat. How skilled he is and, and what he can do at his height and how efficient he is is just crazy. We will be right back with Jeremy Fierce here in a hot segment. First, gang, just need to talk your ear off about FanDuel Sportsbook. The NBA playoffs are almost here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. That's right, because new customers, you get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's right, $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the fan, the, sorry, the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, super easy to use. And my favorite part about FanDuel... You get paid instantly. Yes, that's right. You're not waiting around for days at a time wondering, oh my goodness, when is this money going to finally hit my account? Mm -mm. Not with FanDuel. They pay you rapidly. You could bet on everything from the money line to point scores, three-pointers drained. Go ahead and add a few of those in a same-game parlay and boost your winnings. That's right. Spice up the NBA playoffs. And FanDuel even lets you combine your bets across sports as well. Throw a little Masters winner on there. Parlay it with who's going to win the NBA title and... See how much money you can rake in. Do not miss out on the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's right. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to learn more. Make every moment worth FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Now let's get back to our guy, Jeremy Fears, right now. And as far as like point guard play goes, is there someone either at the college level or the pro level that, you know, when you watch them play, you think to yourself, yeah, they got a lot of what I do in my game um, on the court? Uh, I'd definitely say CP3, just because the oh, way yeah. he leads and uh, run the team, be able to be the floor general, uh, make sure everything is good and they're doing what they need to do but also directing and helping teammates, whether they're doing good or bad, and just keep leading. Because that is kind of what goes with being the floor general, your nickname. And before you know, we get into your game, how did the floor general nickname come about? Was that something that you came up with yourself, or did another teammate or someone drop that on you? Oh, I definitely say it came up with my dad. He first okay. started, we were just uh, in the house, and he brought up like, uh, like the, the name floor general. And at first, I didn't really like it, but – it ended up like sticking and flowing. I'm like, okay, yeah, like th this is me now. 
Yep. <laughs> that's it. No, I mean, that's, that's solid. So what about your game do you think sticks out the most? I know this is a hard question. No one likes talking about themselves, but right. we're going to you know put you on the spot here, ask you a tough question. What about your game are you most proud of going into college here? Um, definitely my toughness. I think my toughness will be a large part of my freshman year just because of everyone will probably be more bigger, stronger, you know, more advanced, uh, more experienced. Just my toughness. Uh, I will come in and compete no matter what's going on and try to give 110 every possession, whether it's offense or defense. But just my toughness. You sound like a Michigan State point guard, honestly, because, yeah, that's what, you know, this has been built on throughout the years under Tom Izzo. And going with that, like, what was the recruitment process like for you? How early did Michigan State have the lead in your heart? Or was there an incident or not an incident, but a moment where you were like, yeah, this, this is definitely the place for me here? Um, it was kind of it was kind of weird because actually uh, my three favorite coaches, you know, was Bill Self, Coach K and Coach Izzo. OK, so like. I ended up getting a Kansas offer. I talked to them a little. I never really, I never got a Duke offer, but I ended up getting Michigan State kind of like towards the end of my recruiting because 2023s were really committing a lot in their junior year. So we end up, me and my dad, you know, we were talking about it and he was like, you know, we might want to start trying to wrap this up and thinking about a few schools that you really like. And it was down like Illinois, Michigan, Michigan State. And I took like maybe two visits in maybe a month unofficials to Michigan State. And then I just started falling in love and was like, yeah, this is kind of like the place where I want to be. But they were actually kind of like the last schools I really last okay. school I really visited. So gotcha. it was just took over. And there's a lot of good stories with like Izzo, you know, his reaction when guys do commit. When you when you let Tom Izzo know that you were committing to Michigan State, what was what was his reaction? I remember it. I was uh, at Lala Mary downstairs, and I had uh, told the assistant coach, Coach Montgomery, you know, called him on the phone, told him like, Coach, I'm ready to do it. I'm locked in. And then I called Coach Izzo, and he was excited. He was like, uh, just get ready to hopefully lead this program to a national championship when you come. And just keep working and keep getting better. There we go. I, you know, had probably had the similar reaction too. I was fired up when you committed to Michigan State because there's a lot about your game to like, you know, between the toughness, the defense, all that good stuff. But as you go into college during this summer, what's the number one thing that you're going to try to improve before stepping foot in East Lansing? Uh, definitely, you know, mastering the mid range slash paint area. Just because okay. I know the Big Ten is kind of crowded. But also, like, it'll be so much harder to get to the basket and, you know, finish around a paint just because I'm coming in as a freshman as a, and a young guard. But being able to, you know, master the mid-range floater, just that area would make the game so much more easier for me. Gotcha. And it's also been, you know, pretty well established that you helped recruit a lot of this 2023 right. class as well. You're a vocal leader, but 2024 just got a really good piece of good news to start the week. Kurt Tang out of the East Coast, he commits to Michigan State. Were you pretty vocal in that as well? Did you communicate a lot with Kerr or what was that all like? Um, I'm not going to say this one really wasn't me. I didn't okay. <laughs> really partake in this one, but uh, actually when he did commit, I, you know, watched some highlights, seen some, some game film on him and 
he's going to be real special. He can shoot the ball really well, long, athletic. I don't, actually, I don't really know how athletic he is. I really didn't see, like, a lot of dunks and stuff, but can shoot the ball really well, has a great feel, has a handle. And I definitely think, like, as he keep getting better and time keep going on, he can be something special. And so with the guys that are in the 2023 class, so you don't want to give yourself credit for Kurt Tang, and that's okay, but is there anyone in the 2023 class that you are saying to yourself, like, I did that. That's right. That's that's my guy that I brought here. <laughs> uh, Not really, but, like, maybe Bucker. Like, okay. I, you know, I was talking to Bucker a lot, all of the coaches, everybody, uh, Coach Izzo, Coach Monty, Coach uh, Wojcik, we all was really talking to Bucker. But after I committed, you know, I was just – Constantly calling Booker, texting him, you know, like, come on, we can make something something special. And then kind of like once me and Booker got on the same page, our coaches was talking to Garrick and they told us about it. So now we're like, okay, let's try to get Garrick on board. So now it's me and Booker, coaches, and talking to Garrick. Once you got Garrick, now we're talking to Cohen. So it was kind of like just the whole MSU family just all working together to, to, to help get players. Speaking of that MSU family, too, were there any players either on the current team right now or guys that used to play for MSU that kind of helped with your recruitment? Anyone that reached out to you and you're like, yeah, this guy's really speaking to me right now? Um, I definitely talked to Cassius. Okay. Um, you know, we talked about, like, the fit, the school. He gave me some of, like, his good and bad, you know, with the school, good and bad from Michigan State. Like, talk to me kind of about, like, what to – expect what to get ready for you know i asked him a few questions about the big 10 and like what really problems did he face as a freshman okay and, you know, he was just like the speed um the physicality just all stuff that i can kind of prepare and try to get ready for so I just talked about like what really was his problem just so i can try to maybe come in and be a little more efficient and a little bit more ready Gotcha. And just to bring that back all the way to the FIBA World Championships that you were a part of, were, were any of those games kind of physical or what was the style of play like in those championships that you think kind of can translate to the college game a little bit here? Um, I definitely say the length because uh, playing okay. out there, everybody was probably like, I'll definitely take it back to the championship game. Spain, everybody was probably like 6'4, six, 6'5, six, long wingspan, and, you know, maybe not as big. That's the big okay. thing, but height-wise and wingspan and length was definitely, you know, a little even. But definitely, you know, it was real physical out there just because the way they play, their play style. The refs really don't call a lot of fouls. You know, they have different rules. So it's definitely a good learning experience for me. And, you know, a big learning experience, too, is jumping from high school, where obviously, you know, you have fans as well, but then going to college where you have this massive fan base and – I like to think that us, you know, Spartans are a pretty vocal fan base. What, what has it been like for you, though, even before you get to campus, just all the fan support that you've gotten, whether it be social media or in person? Um, Just getting ready to to go into college. And I know the fan base is, is great. I think, in my opinion, Michigan State has the best fan base, you know, the most active on Twitter, Instagram. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> everywhere. Just You just see green. Green, go Spartan, go green, go white. But definitely, no, I'm going to have a big fan base going into college, and they expect, you know, some big things out of me walking in as a freshman, 
you know, five-star guard, McDonald's, and just me just going and trying to do what I can to help my team win, whether that's defense, scoring, um, toughness, leading, just trying to do whatever and find my role and find my stitch in the MSU basketball program. There we go. And, I, you know, we're also going to have a short little segment here in a little bit. But before we get to that, just one more question. Uh, Coach Krieger, you know, Jeremy Krieger, he's been on the show a few weeks ago to talk about your game. He might be close by right now. I'm not sure. But just to throw him a bone, what has been the best thing that you've learned uh, with your time with your high school coach um, before heading into MSU? Uh, definitely like like this is a, a process. This is everything yeah. is a process, you know, take baby steps. Like, don't try to rush too far ahead because when you rush too far ahead, things usually don't go right. So just take small steps, continue getting better. And now this is a different level. So it has to be a different level of work now. You can't no doubt, do the no same thing as high school and expect the same result. So now I'm just obviously getting ready for college. Everything has to be double, triple the work just so you can walk in prepared and ready. I would call that pretty sound advice, especially when you're going to play under a guy like Tom Izzo and for a program like Michigan State. But based on everything you've said, and heck, by the way you play, you're clearly uh, on the right path to competing pretty early in the Big Ten here. Um, before letting you go and enjoying the rest of your week, I have a segment idea. We'll see how this goes. Uh, it's called Fears, Fears. I'm just going to name five things, and you got to tell me if you're afraid of these things, okay? okay. Is that, I mean, pretty pretty simple. All right, the first one, snakes. Yes. Okay. It depends on how big. Now, sure. Okay. A little garden snake. Uh, that's that's not nothing. But a real snake. Yeah. That's that's good. Okay. Because I saw a garden snake maybe like two years ago, and I jumped as high as Cohen Carr. So I, I even get terrified um, over those. How about spiders? Spiders do anything? No. Not a. Not a. No. Okay. There we go. We like that. How about heights? Does do heights uh, do anything for you? Depends. Depends how how high. Okay, fair enough. Um, how about this one? This is a common one for everyone. Uh, getting lost on a defensive assignment and then having to go back to the huddle where there's a red-faced Tom Izzo getting ready to discuss what happened to you. Uh, uh, no, I'm not play. afraid, but but I'm, I'm I'm expecting it. I know it's coming there we go. soon. You know, there we go. Maybe whether it's in practice or you know, probably our first day working out. Who knows? But oh, Jesus, I, I'm, yeah. I'm expecting uh, I'm expecting it pretty soon, but. You know, and the best part about that is usually I like that because it's obviously shows that he cares. Yeah, He cares about his players and cares about you. Or else if you did something and he doesn't say anything, do he truly care or want you to be better? There we go. You see, that's that's the mindset you need before going into Michigan State. And the last thing for Fierce Fears is simply the dark. Are you afraid of the dark at all? Yeah. No. See, there we go. Hey, that was, okay, that was pretty good. A fearless Jeremy Fears. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, man. Well, hey, Jeremy, can't thank you enough for all your time. Um, MSU Nation is, is thrilled to have you on campus. Can't wait to see what you do next fall. Uh, anything that you want to say before we let you go? Enjoy the rest of your uh, day here. No, thank you for having me. Um, also, thank the MSU Nation with Twitter, Instagram, all of you know, love to support, always supporting, and go green. Hey, go white. There we go. Hey, thanks a lot, Jeremy. You've been awesome. So I uh, can't wait to see what you do and best of luck this offseason, man. No problem. Thank you. See you. Have a nice day. You got it.